Yeah. That's well, great. Yeah. That's not usually meant to be played an acoustic guitar, but you're you not go. you're not a, a usual kind of guy. No, that was uh, the great death metal band from Florida, Death, that helped start death metal from the '80s. And the song is called Moment of Clarity. Yeah, and it was. This, this song is uh, definitely one of the hardest songs I've started learning in a while. Started learning yesterday. So what up, people? This is Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. I'm Never. Chris Evans. That's Trevor Alstrom. I'm got, glad to be here. Yeah, Chris is uh, gravel shits. Myself, is gorgeous George. Trevor is moving forward, okay. never backwards. It's okay. Progression. Progression. <laughs> All right. These people will know. They will can, know the name. I can relax now. I guess. I mean, you <laughs> put all this pressure on yourself not to mess up. I did good. And then if you, you think you mess up, you, you hate yourself. No, I did Trevor, all right. Trevor, how about you just do your best? Every time in life, everything you do, how about tried. you just do your best? I tried to do my best. All right. That's all you got to do, like man. Last Monday, I went and I did a show, the first Chash Tap House for the uh, old mic. did really well. Okay, Old nice. mic came up, shook my head, so I was one of the... One of the best guitarists they've seen so far. I was like, appreciate that. What you didn't know was that guy was stoned out of his mind, drunk probably. as hell. A bunch of old hippies, probably. Yeah. Played some Irish and black metal. It was good. No, people like good music, man. So if you keep them entertained, you know, that, that's how kind of music got its thing. Is There was a couple of assholes hanging around a fire, and somebody started banging on a rock, and... Before you know it, you know. And there's me just, like, hitting on some sticks. Yeah, oh, exactly, man. The, the original uh, fucking instruments were like drums like everywhere pretty much drums and the other super old one is flutes because they would kind of were more intricate but like drums were the basic for most people yeah you know there was in in every culture kind of every culture and then that was the first that was probably the first instrument wind and string instruments eventually came along i'm pretty sure drumps and then Mm -hmm. and then wind instruments like flutes Flutes, and then eventually strings strings. Yeah. yeah but you put them all together man brass strings fucking wind like it's crazy to hear an orchestra play it is crazy and and like a good conductor dude you could sit there and and i'd get lost in the music for like a half an hour and then i'd turn around and be like what am i doing i'm just lost in music and and that's a cool thing to a degree but i don't want to get too lost (laughs) you end up just listening to classical music your whole life and i don't know man that's just not my style (laughs) i do like last music when i was in Community college, I got to take um, uh, music appreciation. Yeah, yeah, music appreciation. Like you, like I didn't grow up with fancy folks that listen to classic music. They listen to like rock and roll, country and blues. So yeah, so for me, it was it was definitely a good introduction to like Bach, Schubert, uh, Handel, Mozart, a lot of these classics. And when I was I was getting into guitar, it made me want to learn more like classical and scales. End up my up your Definitely game. Definitely on my bit. game a lot. Yeah. A lot more technical shit. I never really got too much into music. I mean, I love music, and and where I realize I really, really love music is in movies, um, particularly because a great, like, background soundtrack, soundtrack to a great movie like is Star is, Wars. Yeah. It's, Lord it's of the Rings. pretty life changing, man. You got, like, great action scenes yeah. with great battle Blues music. Blues Brothers? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Soul Blues Brothers is a man. Great. I'm a soul man. We're on a mission from God. (laughs) Half a pack of cigarettes, wearing sunglasses, and I want two chickens, two whole chickens. Man, these are two white boys of mine. Two whole (laughs) chickens chickens. and white bread. Elroy, By the way, that that guy who the guitar player, Matt Guitar Murphy, he is a badass in life. He was a blues legend. So yeah, a lot of and, and it's just like those things kind of die off with 
different generations, man. You know, now it's like electronic music, which I just, I've gotten uh, into it to a degree. I've dabbled in it. I've found electronic music that's interesting to me. But man, most of the music sounds like shit. <laughs> most of it is so weird. It's we, all beeps and bops. Well, robots fucking. But yeah, I mean, robot bucks. People bop. But, uh, I mean, we, we grew up still with, like, rock and rap. We were just country. listening to the game, man. Fucking gangster rap, yo, from the West Coast. Yeah. So Before that, just, I was I was listening to some jazz, and before that, I was learning a death metal song. So I feel you. So, you know, our musical taste is all over the place, but still, it's, it's just trippy that, like techno music has taken over the world oh, <laughs> like everybody like wants Europe. to live in the future yeah Europe for some reason too it yeah. seems like you know, apparently I've never been over to Europe apparently a lot of the raves over there oh France and fucking Amsterdam Germany and, and all yeah, that Germany Germany's got weird sex parties man we should they go do. see what's up with Germany a bunch of crazy girls donkey shame yeah I'd appreciate us we yeah. just don't call them hot. <laughs> they don't like being called hot, but apparently. If they don't speak English, it might be to our benefit. So. A little too lonely boy's context. Chris called a girl <laughs> hot out of a window one He's time. He's like, Trevor, come here. I'm like, all right. I was drunk. And They're I called, drunk. I called a girl drunk. hot out of the window, and I was speaking very loudly. I was drunk. And uh, she heard me, because she was sitting down there on her, on her phone, obviously. You know, hot people, chicks do? Yeah, people don't yeah. fucking stare at the sky anymore. Nope. <laughs> I um, wish they did. Yeah, Unless they they're do. high on drugs. The people hey. that are on fentanyl, they stare at the sky. Until uh, they don't. Wait, you're staring at the sky, you must be on fentanyl. Long story short, I called the girl hot. She looks up and she goes, did you just call me hella hot? And I was like, no. I backed away from the window yeah, this Trevor, point. Yeah, Trevor just didn't want nothing to do with like, it. I'm not getting involved in this bullshit. And I was smoking a cigarette, so I couldn't quite leave the battlefield oh, so to speak man. so I had to stand there and finish my cigarette and this girl started videotaping you me you could have put the cigarette out no it. no I, I couldn't back away I had already I had already committed <laughs> to calling her hot and she heard me and so You're I had in to the stand my ground point. yes exactly yeah. that's what you do against cancel culture when they start videotaping you you smoke that cigarette yeah. <laughs> unless they show it to you, your manager and then yeah uh, apparently do. my friend who is the manager Christina you've had, we've had her on the podcast she was like at the restaurant and the girl went and, and had her friend fucking tell the manager that I did that even though you don't even though they're across the alley yeah technically they're on another property but I thought that was very that uh, our, funny. One of our good friends happened to work there. At the yeah, and, and Christina was kind of offended. She was like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't care. Well, if a girl looks cute, I'm going to say she's cute. I also, uh, don't have, I also don't have a problem with that, but... Cancel culture, bro. Even you, even chivalry. Like, I've had some woke chicks that I open a door for, ooh, like, get offended. You're like, excuse me. Especially, like, there was this very lesbian dykey chick open the door once, and she got offended. And I was like, I would do that for a guy, too, but... Why are dykes so mean? <laughs> I was like, you're lucky I don't smash his door Tina in your face. Kotek, what's up? <laughs> there's this I'm gal... Gonna, I'm gonna solve the homeless problem. There's She's this running gal for governor. governor, and she has been on every political ad she can Very progressive Democrat, yeah. Which I, I get, because I do believe at the heart of hearts, I am a Democrat. Maybe a libertarian. She wants Democrat. to deal with like mental health issues to help but all the homeless believe, population. Like, well, I don't right. believe that the system we have is working at all. I think no. democracy is fucking flawed to the highest degree. 
Um, and, and the North problem Korea, is, but it's well, the problem problems. is, dude, we've become such a rich country that all these people that run our country are just paid off. Mm-hmm. They're paid the fuck off with with tax dollars. <laughs> so you know, it's hard to believe in these people, even when they try to do well. Um, hey, I'll, get, I'll but, give you all these candies if you make the kids read this in school. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I, I feel like. The homeless crisis in in the West Coast in general, oh, dude, the West bad. Coast from from Washington it's down to bad. fucking Mexico, it's rough, you know. And it's not just getting rid of them in one state. We have it, and you can't get rid of homeless people. They're this, always going to be a. This thing. portion of the country is the highest amount of homeless people because it is very liberal on this side of the and state. Also, the winters generally, if you're right not on the coast, aren't rough. as bad. Not, not as bad as the rough. East Coast. Yeah, East, the East, East Coast North. Yeah, the Northeast. Michigan, Maine, Vermont, fucking Detroit, or Michigan, yeah. Like, there's certain states where you can't be homeless. Like, like you Minnesota, die. Like, Minnesota, like, out... North Dakota. Yeah, my family <laughs> in Minnesota, like, out in the country. Fuck. You didn't have a lot of homeless people. No. So, freeze death. You die, time. motherfucker. Yeah. And, and that's the thing in Alaska a lot. When people go homeless in Alaska, they bring them indoors for the winter because you can't just kill them, you know? It's too fucking cold. Yeah. 40-50 low. But, yeah. Way up north to Alaska. Shout out Johnny Horton. Classic <laughs> country. North Alaska. Anyways. I just think it's it's tough to be a governor anywhere, but in this state in particular. And this woman is just swearing up and down she's going to save the world. And I'm like, you got a short haircut. I can't respect that. <laughs> That's another topic we got to talk about. I'm, I'm also, going on the stance of no women should have what? short haircuts. Guess what? <laughs> There's yes. literally this whole article about Kotek being a bully. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that just worked out right there. I don't, I don't know, man. It, politics are weird because people you on the never right know. also douchebags. Well, you never know who these people yeah. are. They meet with people that you don't know, and then other people endorse them, saying they're good people. But who you've the never fuck are them? them? Yeah, like you've never ever met these politicians. Yeah, Christine Drazen. I've never had a meal with. Never her. met the governor. I've never met Kate Brown. I don't yeah. know who she is. I barely Betsy know about Johnson her politics. Or, yeah. so, I never ran into Alex Carlados in a sex shop, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How do you expect people to vote for you if they have no fucking idea who you are? Just vote for me. I've been on the TV a lot. <laughs> what? When Al Scarlatos, he's running on the thing that he was a veteran, <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, I'm a hero. You got a TV, don't you, you dumb fuck? <laughs> you know? It's like, what? Well, even a lot of people on the streets are homeless have phones now, so yeah. I mean... Phone's the TV. TV's the phone. Yeah. Like, we don't watch the TV. It's been sitting here, but... We've had a TV in our apartment since we moved in. For over a year. With, like, a possibility of having it hooked up to cable. But we have just not even gone through the... We don't... We we have internet. (laughs) We have internet. We have our phones and a laptop. Just hasn't come up yet. (laughs) I have a guitar, too, if I get really bored. We had somebody ask why we didn't hook up the TV, and we had no answer for it. (laughs) We were just like... I think that was Jeff or something. Or, no, it was... um, Dylan? Somebody. Sage? No, not Sage. Uh, one of one of those. The kid with the glasses. Well, that's a lot of them. Um, Sylvester doesn't no. wear glasses. Oh, he's our neighbor. He's still our neighbor. Jonah. Jonah. The guy I played D&D with. Yeah, yeah, he asked us. And I had no answer for him. I was like, I don't know, man. That's a nice TV, too. Like, it could be on. 
But I mean, it came with the place. Someone just left it here, which is nice. I guess we're real simple creatures, and me and yeah. Trevor don't need much. We need a little no. bit of pornography. We need some funny shows to fucking watch. Some and music. Some music. And I maybe think. maybe want to learn something from a documentary. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch a documentary to get some education. Yeah. But other than that, like, we work. Social media. We work. We work, <laughs> and then... And when we're not working, we're resting from work. <laughs> Sometimes we do some other things. Sometimes there's activities in between, but most of life is work. <laughs> Generally, yes. Yeah, I think that's where your second family is most of the time, you know? You obviously have your actual family and friends, but... Which in my case is you and yeah, Ferrari the kitty. Of but course, but... And silver, and silver squirrels, that squirrel. elusive uncle that shows up sometimes. He's like, hey, guys, what are you doing? I brought a platter of goods. No, he's definitely the uncle. He's the uncle 100%. Me and Chris are going to go out to a breakfast tomorrow. That's yeah. going to be real fun. I've been are pressuring him to go to breakfast for a while. You're going to make um, sure it happens? What yeah. if his invisible sister shows up? Fight now, I think if he, <laughs> if he uh, doesn't want to go, I think I'll just say, you know, all right. But I'll go, you know, because... I want to go have a nice breakfast either way, man. I don't get to do a ton of nice things for myself. I got to pay bills like anybody. And the little extra money I do have, it's really nice on my day off to just go sit the fuck down and have a, a good breakfast. It is nice. Because there's so few nice things in this world, man. And like the having, price of everything keeps going up so much. Yeah, exactly. So the simple thing for me is like getting to go out and have a sit-down breakfast, coffee, some eggs, maybe some bacon and shit, some toast or something. There you go. And and that's a nice that's a nice morning. That's a nice hour out of my day. And it usually gets me going to do other shit, you know. If I do that first, I'll get my ass up and go do something else after. Yeah, you because know, that's the hardest part on your days off is getting motivated to go do some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I trying to rest so much. Like yesterday at nighttime, a friend wanted me to go out to this brewery in the Whitaker District to see him. Like, I'm tired, stoned, shit, <laughs> I'm good. I get it, man. There's a lot of breweries in this town, but if you've seen one person make beer, you've seen a lot of people make beer. Where is the guy I do that I do the open mic with? He does shows there. Yeah, but. Like you on my weekends, I like to chill. I don't, I don't have this raging desire to go out to bars and just whistle at women anymore. It's so expensive to go. It's out, expensive, bro. and when I do, I get like a two dollar beer or three dollar beer. That's it. But it's just we're not college students, so no. a lot of the college students they can just sense it immediately. Yeah. And we, it's hard to. It's hard to in. socialize when you're not a a child in a college town anymore. Because when we originally moved here, you were in your twenties, and so was I. We were in our late twenties. Yeah, mid. I was twenty five. You know, mid twenties. <clears throat> I was twenty seven. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. So, you know, when I moved out here when I was twenty five, I was like, yeah, this is dope, man. A little Fucking, easier. Well, it was a little easier, and I was fucking socializing a lot more. I've been here almost seven years now. Yeah, I've been here five years. Yeah, a little longer. A little bit longer, but, you know, it's just crazy that, I don't know, man, being 30, I'm almost 32. Being 32 from 25, it's such a different dynamic of picking up women and fucking, and I don't drink anymore, so that's even a different thing. Even from 27 to 32, I've definitely calmed down. Dude, I think we're just getting old. I think we're becoming the old guys with the podcast. Old uncles with the podcast. (laughs) Speaking of which, today, I know Chris went to work. I did some old man things. Yeah, I am exhausted from work, but I ate a ton of edibles, and I drank a big cup of coffee before this podcast, so I'm ready to party. And And you didn't get sick. For needle today, so good. Yeah, I actually didn't accrue any new cuts. I got one, two, three from the old thrift stop. Uh, 
four, five, six, seven. I've got seven good cuts on the hands, but they're all healing. <laughs> it took a while for me to get them in check, but now they're all healing. I'm just making sure you have every day of the week covered. Eight. Seven cuts, seven yeah, days. <laughs> no, I got eight. I got a bonus. Well, that's, got, that's for the leap year. Well, for the leap year, that up. extra day. I don't even know how I got this one. It's on the wisp of no, in between the fingers. That. God, that sucks. Yeah, I've had that. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, you have to shake your hand every once in a while because, like, okay, real open because you have to move it all the time. I'm like, motherfucker. I come home from work and, you know, I do a very, very physical job, so your hand gets beat up a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, so immediately when I come home, I dunk my hands in hydrogen peroxide and then I follow it up with alcohol and then I rinse my hands in warm, warm water. It's good. And then wash and tape them up before the next day. Sometimes I get lotion on my hands to make them a little softer because your hands can get real fucking hard. Yeah. But. I think that's uh, an important thing. If you're a man that works with your hands, you got to take care of your tools, man. Your hands are your fucking tools. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't don't let yourself get too fucking far gone with injuries. Nah. Trevor, if you I guys could see this finger. <laughs> I also visit. I work at a saw shop, and yes, I I don't get cuts much anymore because I slow down and a and little you bit. Be, and you're smart. And I also wear gloves all the time. Yeah, these last two fucking weeks, especially at work, I've had to do so much extra shit, so I'd thrown caution to the wind a little bit more. Yes, and yes. That happened to me a year ago. Yeah. Between everything, I'd reached that fucking point. That's that's the problem. Yeah, I'm definitely, Don't tomorrow, after uh, breakfast with Chris, I am going to uh, just probably come home and rest. I think that'd be best for tomorrow. Um, what time is your uh, breakfast date? Like 11-ish. So 11 to 12, you know, afternoon brunch. And there then fucking come back and have a few hours to rest before AA. There Shout out AA. I don't know anybody there. <laughs> well, I kind of know some people, but it's anonymous. <laughs> May I do some... Uh, they could all be liars. I don't know. Should I do the news? We haven't done the news yet. <laughs> so, Trevor's News Minute. So the rain finally fucking came this uh, Friday. It's, it's just brief. There's a there's a monster on the loose. It was empty. It's empty. That's Anyways. what she said. <laughs> anyway, so the weather finally started rain. Thank you though, and uh, we got a brief taste. So hopefully this week we get more rain. Uh, there was the temperature dropped so drastically, like 15, 20 degrees. It was like twelve degrees over one night. And then uh, the next day was like 15. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I definitely happens? noticed a lot more people wearing sweaters and jackets. Hey, hold on. Oh. Hello? Oh. Hey, Chris. This hey. is Kenneth. Hey, Chris, you're on the podcast. Me and Trevor are, are podcasting right you wanna now. Want to join us? Do you want to say hi? Hello, dudes out there. Hey, what's up, Chris? Silver Squirrel. Hell yeah, container. man! I'm I'm glad to hear from you. This this is a great call, man. We were just excited about you uh, having breakfast with us. Yes. Yeah, are you excited for breakfast? Oh yes. Oh, I'm gonna be as ready as I can be. I was thinking of calling you around 10:30. to my apartment and 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 then we'll go from here I can come pick you up <laughs> yeah alright yeah that's what I want you to do alright I'll come pick you up 
You gonna be ready at 11? I'm gonna be ready at 11. That sounds great, man. I'm excited. I am too. They have great breakfasts there. Yeah, they do. You're not wrong, sir. Hey, uh, what'd you do today? I watched football. Ooh, go football. Who won? Nobody important. Nobody good won? No. So we're not talking football and soccer. We're talking American football. American football. And then I listened to music. Then I listened to music and that nobody won there either. Anybody anybody uh, good? Yes. Okay, right now. I can tell you what's going on right now. What's going on, Chris? What's going on? We're doing news right now. Perfect time. Oh, yeah. For the... Yeah, okay. We got TJ Watt, linebacker. Okay. Uh, He's out of the game. Uh, We've got... Miami and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got a great defense. Miami is is Miami winning? Yes, sir. What's the score? Six, Sixteen to ten. Hell and yeah, go Dolphins! Woo! I want the Dolphins to win. That's my. I'm a Dolphins team. fan. Go Dolphins! Yeah. Oh, here he goes, the quarterback. Yeah. Oh man, he went all the way. Yeah. The quarterback. Man, he's ran like fifteen yards. Can't stop that guy. But he didn't get a first down. All right. Yeah, well, at least he got some yardage. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't have to always get the first down, but it's nice. But he ran into the safety. That happens. Sometimes there's a guy. Yeah. You talked to any dirty women recently, Chris? Dirty women? Yeah. Let's see. No, no. Oh, yes. Well, there's one running around downtown with... All she's wearing is underpants. And she's shaking her booty all over in everybody's face. You give her a dollar? (laughs) $19 for a strip club. I didn't want to catch anything. $1 for a cigarette. (laughs) You won't won't catch nothing, Chris, by giving a girl a dollar. I'll give her a cigarette, yeah. There you go. Girls like smokes. They like cool dudes that roll their own cigarettes. They like things in their mouth, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, Trevor? I got a cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> you appreciate the taste of nicotine and menthol. That's what I mean, Chris. What are you saying? I'm urban? <laughs> At the moment, yes. Trevor's calling me black. Well, Chris, I gotta get off the phone, but I'm telling you, I'll meet you at 11. You come up to my apartment, I'm in number 11. How about, How about you just meet me down there? I'll drive over. You can drive. Why don't we walk? We can walk. We should walk. It's only three blocks. All right. Well, you meet me down there, right? I'll meet him at the mailbox. I'll be down. I'll be in the alley at 11 o'clock. Sounds like a plan, man. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye, Chris. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye, Chris. Bye, Trevor. Bye, Trevor. Have a good night. You too. Thanks for calling. <laughs> he, perfect call timing. in for Chris Kenneth to he, talk about his, his day. He called in right at news too. So <laughs> give us the sports timing. page. Boom. Chris Chris Kenneth calling in uh, as the sportscaster. <laughs> oh, and we have to make another announcement. This this is also news. My dad, David Evans, is gonna be managing our, our podcast. Oh yeah. We uh, talked to my dad last night and he had some great promotional ideas. <laughs> so shout out to Dave Evans Sr. Uh, you're going to uh, be uh, producing one of the best podcasts in America soon. So 
when I was already stoned or drunk, I already uploaded four episodes. It's the other podcast news. We're up all the way up to round episode We're on 50, 50 right now. But Woo. we got 46 through 49. 49. But, but as soon as I got it finished, Chris had me talk to his folks. Really nice people. They've been wanting to talk to me for a while. The mom was very nice mom, but I get, but the dad was a little bit more of a joker, which i not surprised. He's like, are you sure you're not a psychopath? Well, Chris was, tells me you're a psychopath. I'm like, yeah. I'm a very nice man, Dave. I'm not I, crazy. I told, him, I told him immediately before he talked to him, I was like, hey, he's not a psycho, kind of. Yeah, and I just gave him the phone. He's yeah, like, Trevor, are you a psycho? He just threw me in there, and I was like, it's all right, Dave. And then we just talked about, like, basic old man things. I love that Trevor was um, nervous about making a bad impression. <laughs> Trevor, we're not dating. <laughs> You're not my girlfriend. No. <laughs> I just don't want to be, don't want to freak people out. Trevor, no. you, you have this thing in the back of your head that says everybody knows how insane you are. And Trevor, I am insane. We are both nuts. But that's the I world always, does not always view us as that. That's why I try to like keep a facade. Yeah, you you got to keep up the the I cool gotta guy. I got to keep the cloak on. I got to keep the, I don't have my shades on. But no, it's it's like when a girl ever says like, "Do you ever think about things that are crazy?" And I'm like, like Alex Scarlato's choking a bitch. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna tell her about like time traveling, ocean specters, and like lizard people and like like funny documentaries I've seen about flat earth or all kinds of weird or shit weird pornography you've looked yeah, up while you're bored like hold that back I've always get wanted to, to see Marge bit. Simpson fuck uh, uh, Lois Griffin you know? while, uh, while while Meg well, watches and then Wimpy the hamburger guy from Popeyes is eating hamburgers in the background just like what's going on right now Wimpy's just eating a burger <laughs> just touching himself yeah. just fucking in the Jerking corner off. That'd be a cool little spot to be in, though. Be in the corner while uh, yeah. three animated characters just went at it. Eating a hamburger eating silently. A hamburger. <laughs> just jerk it off. Who are we, Louis C.K.? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a Louis C.K. move. Wimpy's is working his is not so his his limpy. I don't know. <laughs> wimpy limpy. Work, working wimpy, his limpy. limpy. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. Wimpy limpy. Wimpy working his limpy. That's the podcast name. All right. So, yeah, no, we're definitely uh, trying to find women. If you're out there and you're not terrible looking and we're not terrible and looking. you're not completely cause, crazy. Because, honestly, Trevor, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate me? Like a six? Like a six or five, possibly. Maybe if you shave the beard. Yeah, well, I got to trim up, you know. If I'm you fucking, trim, I'd let it, I'd I let think it if you trim grow a little, a little bit, bit much. You'd look good. Trevor, you're a hard five, maybe a fucking... I'd say six. Four, six. I'd somewhere, say six. Somewhere in that range. I think that the height is a good advantage because women like tall dudes, yeah. but... I don't know, man. You're you're kind of nuts. <laughs> I definitely have the vampire face, so it yeah, help. you got the you got the uh, you got the Viking look going on. Yeah. The native Viking look, like ah. I think the, I think that the first impression people get off of us, especially because of the way we live our lives and we work so hard, is that these guys are aggressive. We're gonna steer clear, <laughs> but you get to know us. We're pretty nice guys, but. 90% of the time, we are probably aggressive. You know, you got to handle with care. That's that's another but, good podcast name. Handle with care. Handle with care. <laughs> We're real fragile. We're fragile. Like Jeff Bridges yeah. from uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah. He's real fragile. Yeah, I, know, I know what you're referring to. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Bridges and fucking uh, Steve Buscemi and fucking um, John, John Goodman. Goodman. 
And this is what happens when you <laughs> fuck strangers in the ass. The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski's got to be one of my favorite uh, fucking movies. I told you I when I quote it all day and night up and it down. It is a good movie. <laughs> I had a rough night and I don't want to hear the fucking Eagles, man. And he's like, "I'll kick your ass you out of my cab." Yeah. <laughs> I remember last time I watched it, my buddy Jeff. I watched it on acid. And it was, oh really? It was fun, dude. Big Lebowski on acid is that fun. That does fun because there's a lot of trippy scenes yeah. where he's like dancing with his women and and fucking. Were there like Valkyries pins. at the bowling pins? Yeah. Yeah, that's a I pretty was, trippy. That scene. acid was definitely hitting my spot. I, yeah. I was like, I'm staying on this couch. I fucking took some drugs one time at a friend's house. It was some shit his uncle had made. I don't even remember. It's some Cuban drugs, but it slows time down. It's kind of close oh. to rat poison. Um, but yeah, it fucked me up. I felt like I was driving uh, 30 minutes to my house. I only live like 10 minutes away. Fuck. But we were watching that new um, Alice in Wonderland movie, the one with Johnny Depp. Oh, dude. And that big-headed queen and shit. How was that? And that was just such a fucking stupid movie because I Maybe was sitting there. Maybe because you were on the drugs. Well, so. definitely it was because I was on the drugs. But as I was watching the movie, I was like, the original Alice in Wonderland was so much fucking like better. the cartoon. Yes. Yes. Was so much yes. fucking better. I love the cartoon. The the new one is like, From oh, we're 60s. doing the same thing yeah, over, but weirder. Cartoon, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Johnny Depp's a weird mad hatter, and the chick with the big head's just annoying, kind of. <laughs> All for their heads. Yeah, I get it. You're crazy. I just kicked a cat. <laughs> yeah. For uh, anything for national news, I got one. Oh yeah, there was a shooting a few days ago. Five people got killed and two people got injured. It was a 15 year old. Where was this? Um, Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, yeah, I just read up on it. I was waiting. You got to wait for a couple of days after a shooting to get more details because in the heat of the moment, so many things get confused. Heat of the moment. Nice. People are meeting their demise. Oh, yeah. um, no, it's fucked up, man. Uh, we keep having these problems with mass shootings. How and many shoot- people were killed? Yeah, five people. Still, it's a, it's a low fucking number, but yo, one life's too many. Still five, yeah. Yeah. But we keep having these problems with teenagers specifically uh, usually these, men these young men most yeah. of the time that are Just fucking lone wolves bro they they feel like society has let them down and they're not wrong you know if somebody's going through a problem and not one person is willing to reach the fuck out and, and attempt to help that person it can be bad it can be really bad for a lot of people you know and and even if that person at the time isn't willing to accept help man it's kind of your duty to make sure that they get some form of help um you know because sometimes people don't want help mentally you know it's hard to get on drugs and it's hard to go to psychiatrists and things like that i definitely was younger and dealing with a lot of ptsd and other things it was it was rough and i but fortunately i had some really good friends that were there for me in music of course or like I had a buddy I would go fishing, hunting with. Yeah. And, but if I didn't have those people, yeah, I probably would have killed myself. Well, it was crazy when so, I was growing up because I had a lot of things going on in my life with yeah. uh, my parents being split up and stuff. So ever since I was a kid, uh, the school had recommended that I went to go see a psychiatrist, uh, just somebody to talk to. And, you know, my dad took me twice and he was just like, ah, we're not getting anything out of this. So, you know, we moved on and years later I went, ended up going back to psychiatry and it helped me out to get over panic attacks uh, that I was having in my day-to-day life because 
you know, my brain runs a thousand miles a minute. That's why I'm really great at, you know, doing a lot of things, but it makes it hard to sleep. It makes it hard to calm down. Oh, I know. It, you I know. know. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just a thing that I was born with. Uh, I got ADHD. Like, there's a lot of things that I am. I'm dyslexic. I have ADHD. I fucking, I have a lot of problems, but I function extremely highly with all these defects. So, you know, people need to reach out and, and help people that have these problems. I had enough people in my life that, you know, gave me care when I needed it more than fucking a kick in the ass. And a lot of these kids are just troubled, man. They have nobody in their life they feel yeah. like they can turn to and they end up I think shooting the a bunch of people. the biggest way is just, just reaching out to people with mental health. Mental More health. mental health services and fucking and take the guns again. away from these fucking kids, dude. I don't think anybody should be able to own a gun until they're 23. Like, let's push it even past 21. 23, you should be able to own a fucking decent-sized gun and magazine. But people are so embedded in the Second Amendment that you yeah. just can't. Oh, 18 years old when a child is... So, male brains in particular, we develop later than females. Yeah. Females are finished developing in their brain mentally around physically 22, they develop 23. Too. Yes. Physically develop Yeah, too. because, you know, there's a ticking clock. Making um, babies. Exactly. Yeah. Um... But genetically, men aren't done with their brain's development until 26 to 28 almost. So basically when you're 30 is, is around the time your testosterone levels have kind of dulled out and you're not just full of fucking hormones and rage, you know. I think that's the thing that a lot of the people don't understand is testosterone in itself is very powerful. It can make and men do crazy. Crazy shit, yeah. bro. I've, I've torn apart my bedroom because a chick broke up with me. Yeah. And my dad came to the room and he was trying to fucking calm me down. But he saw there was no helping me. I was flipping the fuck out. And, uh, you know, I'm, I was 16, fucking uh, 220 pounds. Like, nobody was stopping me. <laughs> I also remember being mad and just flipping out and, like, flipping tables and yeah. busting windows. And no Te one was stopping testosterone me. Testosterone yeah. is a drug in itself. That's uh, why a lot of women use it to become men. You know, it's a fucking powerful drug. Estrogen as well. You which know, definitely in, in helps certain men. Levels. Like, sorry, ladies, but... Men and sports do better because we're faster and stronger and more aggressive because we have testosterone that just Naturally. pushes us. Yeah, you know, but the science has gotten to such that you can do anything with the hormones and the genes of a person which, almost. Which, honestly, they're still figuring out, like, you're still just starting to do it. Like, there's exactly. still we're in the stages. infancy of genetic manipulation. Yes. So what 100%. we're getting into eventually is we're going to make super people. You know, there will be a race of people that are all genetically Ooh. modified better. Genetics. Oh, yeah. Good job. Boom. It all plays in, bro. That just worked in. It all plays in. You want to go over some genetics? Yeah, I was asking you more topics. So, big one, like, something we probably all had to learn in public school. Yay, she public schools. Genetics hey, was... At least uh, they taught us something. Yeah. The uh, There was a 1700s, there was a monk named Mendel. And he was one of the first people actually systematically right when he would cross different breeds of peas and yep. other things from the monster but he was the first he one did to really cross genetics with like 
parents will have recessive and dominant genes. Yep. And how it will skip generations, which he noticed some peas, like certain colorations of peas, like and size. It's, and it's very interesting that they've done everything. it uh, modernly with corn. You know, a lot yeah. of a lot of crops yeah. that they do that. Um, corn, too. Yeah. corn, uh, specifically genetically, has been altered so much that it's oh, so yeah. different from the original crop itself. Because usually, what people have is yellow dead corn, which is yellow corn. But it's, from like the the corn that they, that people in Chile had, which is purple and smaller. So the corn originally thousands years ago. So the corn that we have is a version of a Mexican and American corn, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's a hybrid. Yeah. And that's the craziest part is that we've gotten so good at genetical manipulation that you can just specifically grow one fucking crop to be like a super hybrid. Like a, like a mono, mono crop. Yeah. Something. The issue when you do that, though, is you take a lot of genetic diversity out of and the then natural something occurrences. Wipes it out, every, all of your things wiped out. Exactly. You put all your eggs in one basket. It's, it's blight. Yeah. You know, blight's a real crazy thing that people don't talk about when... Um, farmers crops just begin failing for no reason there's not there's not a lot of uh research into it until years after i definitely like out where minnesota is like soy corn and dairy and there would be there'd be years where blight would happen a lot yep. would be the weather would would, would, be, would change so much and an issue too is out there is you would get tornadoes which yeah. i had witnessed and sometimes you have tornadoes that would just rip through and fuck shit up Yep. This is what it was. Being a farmer, man, it really makes you yeah. um, be appreciative a Shout lot more. Shout out to farmers. Shout out to fucking farmers, dude. dude. Being a farmer really makes else. you appreciate how you get things from the earth. Like, mm -hmm. I've never struggled so hard to grow cannabis until I moved out here. Um, I used to just throw fucking some seeds in some uh, pots and then fucking just let them grow. But, man the the amount of food that we can have from mass cropping it's ridiculous and we feed so many people um so yeah dude shout out fucking farmers man holding the fucking country together holding the world together and it sucks because they get very little appreciation for for some of those jobs yeah and they have to deal with so many struggles like how the weather is the, the geopolitical state, like all the farmers dealing with yep. the Ukraine-Russian war right now, yep. they're all having all kinds Gas. of problems. Gas. Yes. To run a fucking combine almost around the clock during harvest season, the fuel for the diesel is fucking stupid. Yeah. It's you know, crazy you have the to amount invest, of money that they have to, farmers nowadays have to invest. You have to invest almost two years in advance yes so that you can cover crops loss you can fucking cover fuel costs you can fucking cover repairs and maintenance and a lot of the times you will have insurance but so many things can happen that it might not cover it or well in general you might not have an insurance problem it could be a completely different thing an environmental issue you could yeah. have a fucking war going on that's causing a ton yeah. of fucking problems um, shipping's real big right now because there's a ton of issues with shipping things. There's still of issues because of COVID. We COVID, still, yeah. COVID and then the war in Ukraine. Like people it, just forgot. <laughs> people well, forgot it's about still COVID. it's made long-term global effects in the economy, and yeah. then prices on the decline. The Ukraine-Russia war starts, so then those that create a whole another slew of problems. I watched a small documentary the other day. It was like 15 minutes. But it was about how America is about to go into another recession, how the price of everything ooh, ooh. is going back up. And oh, super. How high. it's going to be impossible for 
modern Americans like us, like low-income Americans especially, because we are just above the uh, poverty line with our combined incomes. He yeah. makes about twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars a year. I make about twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. That puts us around fifty, which is just above the forty-one thousand or something that is uh, the national. Um, but you know, if one of us lost our jobs, we'd be fucked. You know, and and that's the craziest part is when you live paycheck to paycheck, it's not meant to get you real far financially. No. You know, it's meant to have you it's live. So it's the modern version of the serfdom of, like, feudal system where yep. they have caste system. Where you are allowed to be entertained and educated to a certain degree. But by the end of the day, we need to get back to work. Yes. And, and if you don't get back to work, we'll take everything that you just got back. Yeah. There will be there will definitely be repercussions. That's definitely mm-hmm. how they keep you in your caste. So like, hey, you're yep. working class. Because whether the, you're peasants a thousand... I'm, I'm sure all ranchers were peasants a thousand years ago. Oh, 100%. Dude. My my family's been toiling in fields forever. Yeah, That's why I don't mind going back to them. Yeah. But the problem becomes is that you always want better for your children. You always want better for the people around you and yourself Even eventually. Yourself, yeah. Um, you know, I see and that's my issue is I always put other people way before myself and that is a a character flaw, but it's also a good thing because it, it's made me push very hard for the things that I want because I put myself, you know, second or third. Um yeah. Also, if you just don't, if you're just used to simple things, like we're both been homeless and used to living off not much. A nice it, fire. Yeah. A nice fire. That means when you do have say, Shout out the bonfire, yeah. Big J and Dan Soder. When you do have the things, whole crew. definitely appreciate them. So. Yeah, I was talking today to that girl, Kayla. She's awesome. Um, I want to ask her out eventually, but I asked her uh, how she got into an accident, and she was like, I never got into an accident because she had had, like, a medical thing, obviously. Um, And she goes, yeah, I guess I got some degenerative brain disease that's killing me slowly. And I go, that's pretty metal. (laughs) And she goes, yeah. And I was like, wow, we all got to go sometime. And we started talking about death and shit because we're two adults. We can talk about death. And uh, I told her about me having my legs uh, real terrible for that, like, month or whatever. And she was like, yeah, it sucks not being able to walk because she was down with a stroke. Oh, shit. And, yeah, so she couldn't walk for a while. And we were both talking about not being able to walk for a little bit. But very cool little moment. There you go. It's just crazy, man. Like, you, you don't know anything about anybody until you ask, and then you find out this girl's, like, dying. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Pretty metal, though. That's a cool way to be. She's got this dope tattoo on her chest. It's like covering her old tits and stuff. Nice. But it's like real metal. It's like a fucking dragon or some shit. She the one that went and saw King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard? Yup. Did she say how the show was? She said she had a good time. She said they played a lot of good music. She went to another show afterwards. Um, she had a little less fun there, but still had a good time. And I was like, yeah, well, that's what's up. So she, she likes to socialize. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully that works out. That's my biggest issue, man, is I'm, you know, still getting sober and still learning how to be social without drinking. That's that's a big um, difference because my first go-to when I'm uh, nervous, uh, usually after weed, is to get a drink. Yeah, because the weed helps, but something about having hard alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. Because a beer won't quite do it. A beer will just get me started. So having like a drink of hard alcohol, that usually puts me in a great mood and I'm a lot 
more friendly, but dude, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> so now it's just learning how to be myself without being myself. I don't know. Anyways, uh, we got... Do you want to do a uh, movie review? You have Her- Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I rewatched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, and damn it, that was one of the best 2000 comedies that ever came out. Is Kyle Penn and Kumar... Uh, oh, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Oh, shit. But, great guys. <laughs> Kyle Penn, that's his name. Kyle Penn and fucking... I remember seeing that, and it was a good movie. Yeah, they uh, they get on an adventure to go get food while they're stoned, and it what ends up happening? Epic, yeah, epic, crazy. This is like a real all nighter. Um, they go to this one burger place. It turns out that it used to be a White Castle, but it's no longer a White Castle. It's another fast food restaurant, and the dude that's fucking behind the fast food door or window is Anthony Anderson, who's a pretty funny uh, comedian. Um, and he starts to try to destroy the restaurant, saying how it's not as good as White Castle. He's like, let's burn this motherfucker down. Nice. And uh, they eventually get out of there. They go to a college party where they buy some weed, and they they try to hang out with a bunch of college kids and party. But it just doesn't work out for them. They have to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, they get back on the road for their White Castle, and they end up having to go to a hospital. And the fucking attending nurse is Ryan Reynolds. He does a he does a guest appearance because he was in um, uh, Van Wilder with uh, you know Kyle Penn, but now he's he's legendary for doing yes Deadpool, exactly. Oh, I love Ryan Reynolds. And uh, the theme to the story is that they're both fuck ups, but they could be doing more with their life. You know, of course, the Stoners. Um, so he's ooh, ooh. he's actually like a good doctor. <laughs> One of them's a great doctor almost, and he's never been to like medical school. Um, and the other one's an accountant, but they, through the movie, go through trials and tribulations. They meet a chick with a crazy husband that tows their car freak show. Out in the woods. He's played by Christopher Maloney, the dude from SVU. It's such a crazy, (laughs) yeah, like one of the main people from SVU. Yeah, I know it is, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's freak show. I always thought that was a crazy little fact. Um... But yeah, yeah they I run into Neil guessed. Patrick Harris, and Neil Patrick Harris steals their car. Um, it's a great movie, man. I love Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, awesome. It's ten out of ten. Uh, White Castle burgers, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Definitely give it that too. Uh, got a album review, and it does culminate with them getting the burgers. The end. <laughs> they get the burgers. Get the burgers. <laughs> got Wimpy over here working his limpy. Getting yeah, the, the Linky and Linky. So for album review, I have the jazz artist Michael Higgins. This is someone Chris showed me recently. Yeah, we were talking about Daybreak recently because of Community. Yeah, the show Community. So Daybreak's the album. Uh, he showed me the, the hour-long loop of the song Daybreak, but actually, if you dig around on YouTube, just put in Michael Higgins' Daybreak full album. You'll see you'll see different songs. Like There's other ones like... Uh, be thankful and um, fresh breath of air and like uh, Maureen, Noreen and some other ones. <coughs> Noreen, Noreen. Not Joanne. <laughs> but and there was there was so a diamond eyes like and there, that was actually it was like smooth like 
black soul vocals. So, so describe what kind of music he does. So I would I would classify it as modern jazz, and he is the guy. He's the leader of the band, but he's also an extremely talented, like virtuoso jazz guitarist. Really good uh, guitarist, definitely. Really good. He, you can tell he definitely went to guitar. He went to guitar school, one hundred percent. Learned learned music theory, and you can tell this guy. I know this guy would show me all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's just super technical. And, like, there's... Uh, almost kind of reminds me, like, uh, the guitarist Flash from uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. He went and did... Learned a bunch of cool jazz. And so did, like, Alex Holnick from the, the thrash band Testament. So there's a lot of other people that... And I, I've heard a little bit of jazz, but there's still a lot I have to learn. But jazz is a very crazy, wild, sort of loose thing where you can use all kinds of scales and sounds. And it's not as limiting as, like, blues and country. Like, there's certain things, if you get too far out of it, it's not it's part of the It's just not genre. the same thing. Which is an issue I had when I played at a blues club because I was using distortion and doing other sounds, like, you know, like Middle Eastern stuff and stuff that blues does not do Middle Eastern scales randomly. So they're yeah. like, what the fuck? So, but, again, I think that... Great. He pushes, yeah, Michael Higgins pushes, pushes the boundary. I think that great music, no matter what. Like, you notice great music. There yeah. was a dude that used to play a saxophone outside the bar I bounced for every, like, Friday, Saturday. Uh, it was, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, he made his money and shit. But that dude drew a crowd every night, and he fucking <laughs> played his heart out. He was an old <laughs> black dude, and uh, he was really great. I'm okay. He was really great, and he played maybe 30 feet from me, 40 feet. So I got to hear great saxophone for like a couple hours a nice. night. And it was just, you know, I'm, I'm a security fucking guard. I'm sitting there checking people's IDs and throwing people out of the bar. So having like calm jazz music, calm saxophone was just nice. the best. It was really nice. Because you can only listen to fucking Dirty Deeds so many times. <laughs> That's why you need that Mongolian throat singing band to be right no, outside on the beach. No. Oh. I just need some smooth jazz, man. <laughs> smooth jazz like Michael Higgins in my life. There you go. Uh, another one, we got... We got the, uh, the Woke Time... The Woke Warrior Time Traveler. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's going to be a time-traveling team of Woke Warriors. Like five, you know... Portland residents or something. Genders are fluid. In this trying to travel fair. through time and space to correct the rights and wrongs of the past. They're going to go back to slavery days and tell people that black people should be free. But things are going to keep going wrong for them. It's going to be like uh, they just keep getting stuck in the wrong times. <laughs> and uh, kind of like Quantum Leap, I think. That'd be awesome. Like a Quantum Leap, woke warrior, time traveler. <laughs> Kind of, yeah, but they keep getting trapped in the wrong times, and then they get stuck there, and they have to, you know, become uh, the people. And then it's like they're eating meat when they're vegans and stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> That's all they have is, is pig feet. <laughs> Wait, you called that Italian to Guido. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like I had to. I was a part of it. But no... It's okay, Trevor. You're making a bunch of noise for the Sorry. microphone. Trevor's sitting here with a bag of cookies. Like, here, you want a bunch of bags of cookies in front of the Very microphone? Stone. Crunkle, 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 crunkle. I'm a little stone, folks. What else do you got? We also got a... Don't forget about that. That's going to be a new sitcom coming to NBC this fall. What? <laughs> the Woke Warrior uh, Time yes. Traveler Project. 
We're Get pitching it. a few ideas. Good culinary arts that's originally American and like different parts of the country. So, for example, East Coast, like Philly cheese, chopped cheese, uh, the thin crust. Philly cr- the cheese thi- steak is definitely original. The Chabano ch- is an original from Miami. Okay. The chopped Cuban cheese sandwich. is a New York thing where you chopped cut up cheese. the burger and then fry it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like at Wisconsin. They it's In Wisconsin, they have a lot of like cheese-based cheese stuff. Cheese curds. So, well, they didn't invent that, but like I think they there's... They definitely pushed it. <coughs> they were the first assholes to throw it in oil. <laughs> yeah. No, but big thing but in the there's a ton is, of cheese-based things I bet they've come up with because yes. cheese is a real interesting yeah, ingredient. It's an area where we have a lot of dairy farming, so mm-hmm. a lot of cheese. I definitely a family grew up with a lot of cheese. Uh, Maryland cheese didn't invent crab legs, but you could definitely call crab legs, like good crab legs from like the Maryland, Delaware area. Or what about like, no, I want to mention was clam chowder, like from the Northeast. Kind of, yeah. They yeah, Boston. Between the clams and they put lobster in there and yeah. other things. And then so there are probably this. some dishes that are real native to America as a continental country. Um, you know, obviously corn has been in America for a long time, but can't really like yeah, that's hard to be specific on that yeah um but like, i think america would be a big south one, exactly like barbecue i think that um america in general we take a lot of the best foods from around the world and we put our own spin on it you know like pizza we do it a little differently than italy awesome. uh chinese food there's a lot more meat in american chinese Even food sushi uh, sushi's a little yeah. bit different in america you know the fast California. food in general is kind of worldwide is similar but in America, it's specifically a yeah. little bit worse. Or tacos, the way we do them. Other things. Yes. Yeah. Like, so America always puts its own spin on somebody else's dish. But I don't know. Does that make it ours or does that just make it theirs that we fucking tweaked? <laughs> I don't know. Because That's a hard it's, one. it's such a melting pot. Exactly. There's so many different. Like, you can't call Jamaican food American because it's Jamaican food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the oxtail soup. Exactly. Or, or curried goat. You know, African food is from Africa, you know? Yeah, a lot of curries, spicy curries. But yeah. you can't say that, like, pizza's from America. <laughs> it's uh, from originally, Italy, originally. originally. And pasta, even before it was from Italy, originally was China. I guess you could debate all day and night about, about what's better. But and what came where. Yeah, you know? what was the first. But like, pasta game That's from, such a from dumb China, thing to yeah. fucking... You keep going yeah. back and Yeah, back it's, and back. it's too much of a fucking... Uh, uh, dark black hole to fucking get lost my into. Old son, won't you come? You take my grave. Vampire away. world is a vampire. I'm just throwing a bunch of <laughs> songs at the end. What else? Uh, we could. We're talk- stone, folks. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll we, be fine. We could talk about. We already talked about us being acquired tastes. Yes. Care. Yes. Handle with care. That's Handle. definitely a good one. Handle with care. I think that might be the other I episode. Think that being a little rough around the edges isn't a terrible thing these days, because people spend so much time trying to be fake. Yes. I mean, it's in annoying. In the same effort that you try to be fake, you could just be honest, <laughs> and yeah, people might like you a little less, but I don't know. The people that do like you will fucking like you, you know, and it'll be true. But yeah, I don't know. Everybody wants to have a lot of friends on Facebook. <laughs> Pretty dumb. <laughs> I guess. 
I just want a nice, decent woman. I'm good. I want to know that the motherfuckers that are in my corner can fight, and I want to know that they'll have my back in a pinch, and I want to know that if we're gotcha. at, in a war, they'd take a bullet for me, and I'd take a bullet for them. Because at the end of the day, you don't know where you're going to be with your friends. You could be in a fucking apocalypse scenario. <laughs> and you better not hope to have the bitchiest, fucking dumbest friends in the world. Yeah. They go hard in the paint. It back. turns into a horror movie too quickly. <laughs> hard in the paint. Good. But, uh, I we could, uh, here's ending one and I'll play guitar. Shopping. How for a lot of men, especially a lot of straight men, yep. shopping, especially when you're not shopping for things that you really want, but yeah. things you need, like, like toiletries like, or and some fucking food clothes, or like, yeah. you know, or some tools, basic things. <laughs> Generally, it's going to be a chore. Like, all right, you might be a little more sized so guy. Go to a I, I, hardware store. I do believe sell. once upon a time when you went shopping at a place, <laughs> excuse me, there was a lot more customer service. There was a smaller, lot more of a personal uh, touch. So, so stores. you know, the best stores had decent people working in them, and usually you got helped. The you biggest problem, I think, finding uh, things nowadays, especially, is. Everything's tailored towards a certain demographic, and it's usually a mass population. So you don't really have good shirts. You have mass-produced shirts that kind of rip and tear. They're made out of shitty material and stuff. They tend to be a little cheaper, but it's just for the public. Exactly. Like, I'd spend 50 bucks on a shirt if I knew it was going to last me and be a great shirt. But, like, it's so hard to find decent quality stuff that why the fuck are you going to buy a $50 shirt, Yeah. Um, you might as well buy three twenty dollars shirts or something. Or three ten dollars shirts, yeah. And and you know, being uh, poorer people, we gotta shop at usually the Walmart or fucking you know the the yeah. Safeway or some shit. Um, Fred Myers is a little out of our league, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've gone to Fred Myers and it's it's a it's a more expensive grocery store with a fucking clothing section pretty much, yeah. and you know they try to be a, a fancier Walmart. But I think when you mass produce anything and you make it less personal, you're going to hate shopping. You're going to hate going to a store, yeah. looking through racks and racks of clothes to find nothing like to fit you. they keep making it less and less fun. Yeah, exactly. And and the whole thing is, I think as a consumer, is you're not supposed to be having fun while you're shopping. But they've tricked people enough to make them think that when they buy things... They're feeling better about themselves. They're making themselves better. And definitely They're a lot improving of improving their and, life. And maybe. definitely a lot of women, like my mom too. Shopaholics, bro. Shopaholics. Didn't even have a lot of money, but you know she, women. Yeah, they'd be shopping. Even if she wouldn't buy anything, even if like she didn't have money to buy anything, she'd still want to go window shop and look. What? And just fucking spend time and like, hey, can we go? Yeah. And then no, I'm well, looking. Like, well, I think especially with the newer generation, like when stupid. I was a kid, I hated shopping because I was a fat kid. So finding good fucking clothes for a fat yeah. kid stuff. Uh, you were a tall kid, so probably finding tall kid it was clothes weird. was different. I had issues with shoes. Shoes problems. Size sixteen. So that was a big yeah, issue. Fucking finding shoes. shoes. Yeah. Um, but there's a new generation of these kids that want the new Jordans and they want skinny jeans I don't get skinny jeans and they want fucking rappers t-shirts and stuff like that it's weird. so I get that there's they're molding the young men and women to be online shoppers to be fast food consumers to be fucking you know they're they're not teaching them how to use their money they're teaching them how to use credit cards and fucking yeah. you know that's the problem is these kids don't want to work they all think they're gonna be fucking internet stars yeah 
You know, if I don't you have kids driving out of college to do that shit yeah, now. Yeah, dude, which is kind of rough Crazy. because, you know, at the end of the day, man, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket and hope people, that that's going to all work out. It's like people that drop their job to go chase the dream they're going to win American Warrior, <sighs> maybe, and they don't win, maybe. so then they have to like, oh, well, now what? Well, you got to be a person of multiple talents in this world. Oh, you have to be. And you can't just bank everything on one. Like, I love doing the podcast, and I think hopefully one day people will love listening to this fucking thing, and maybe it'll be really good and big. Right. But if it doesn't ever, this is a great thing I love doing with my friends. It's a good therapy. Definitely good talk therapy. Yeah. But, yeah, man, fucking life's crazy. And, I don't know, just don't be fucking so airheaded that you're off the ground. Yeah, remember you're in the world, and the world isn't yeah. always sunshine and rainbow. The world is not a fucking a college campus, you know. It world is not. World is a vampire. Pick up the guitar. Now, this is a good episode. We've been riffing and ranting. We're about to get name? some noodles. I'm gonna drop tuning too. Gonna get some noodles and drop the tunes. Drop, a. drop the tune. job trevor all right folks check out the podcast two lonely boys in a canoe we're all over youtube trevor's been uploading episodes recently check like and subscribe down. don't be uh don't be shy leave a comment if you like uh we'll be around fucking next week tuesday ish thursday ish uh doing another podcast probably be pre-gaming on tuesday and fucking figuring things out and doing a thursday episode okay yeah? Yeah, it's a Thursday, right. yeah. All right, well, we'll see you then, folks. Take care. Laters.